Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Has your anxiety gone up some over the past year because of COVID? Maybe your stress levels have increased. You've noticed that you are more irritable, perhaps, or more afraid. Your fear has increased because of COVID. Even if you don't normally have experienced anxiety, you probably have experienced at least an elevated level of anxiety or stress. And if you normally have anxiety, your anxiety levels have increased. Well, in this episode of the Mental Health Today show, I'm going to talk about the effects of anxiety on your body and what you can do to feel better. Coming up. Welcome to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray. I'm a board certified counselor and I am the host of the Mental Health Today show and I am so glad that you're here today. If you're a new listener, welcome. Glad that you're here. Please subscribe. And and as always, I would love for you to leave a a rating and a review of the show that helps me grow and increase uh, the ability of helping people. Uh, The more reviews I get on, uh, let's say, Apple podcast or whatever podcast app that you're using helps me uh, gain more exposure to be able to help more and more people. And I need that and I appreciate that. Uh, so if you're new, welcome. Thank you for being here. If you've been around for a while, thank you so much for staying <laughs> with me, and I hope you're doing well. Um, and so this episode, I think, is very, very important and one that we all need to work on. Whether you have a lot of anxiety or not, uh, I think just these common things that you can can work on will help just your overall health and stress levels. And I think it's important to actually talk about the effects of anxiety on your body. And they actually, anxiety can have physical effects. I have talked about it before uh, to some degree, but this uh, this episode, I want to kind of go more and more of a deep dive on what are specific things? How does anxiety affect your body? And then what you can do uh, to help with that and, and to feel better. Uh, so uh, anxiety it is is something that is really hard to explain to somebody uh, who've never experienced anxiety. Uh, anxiety is hard to describe, isn't it? It's just the way it feels. And, and maybe maybe you've been in denial for a long time, and and you deny that you had anxiety uh, because maybe you you feel like people who have anxiety is there's some form of a weakness. And 
therefore you don't want anyone to know or you don't want to admit it. And and I get it. I I understand that. And and because our society has put a, a stigma on mental illness and, and mental health issues. And the stigma is is really powerful. Uh, as if there's some kind of shame of having a mental illness. And it's not just anxiety. It could be depression or really anything, any mental illness. There is a stigma, and, and that's one of the reasons why I want to do this show is to help fight against that stigma. Because there's nothing that you did. Most of you have some type of mental health issue, and it's not because of something that you did or for who you are. And yet we feel that stigma. You feel the stigma of, I can't let other people know because they're going to see that I am weak. But the reality is, the truth is, mental illness is not a weakness. Just like having the flu or being physically sick is not a weakness. And uh, for whatever reason, our society has looked at mental illness, something that has to do with our mind, as weak. And that's so backwards. Especially that there are so many people in the world today that have uh, that has a, a mental illness. So there's no shame. And so I want to talk about the physical effects because it's not always mental effects. And I think that's where the stigma comes, that there's this uh, mental weakness in a person that creates uh, something that's bad. And that is so far from the truth. And I, I, I want to talk about some of the physical effects that anxiety has on your body. And you probably know some of these. Uh, I've also talked about them. Uh, but anxiety can cause frequent feelings of impending doom. And therefore, you have a difficult time concentrating because the the impending doom, whatever it may be, whatever it is for you, maybe it's uh, health anxiety and you have something wrong with your health and you automatically go to doom and gloom and it's the worst case scenario. Or you are thinking about something that hasn't happened yet and it's keeping you up at night because you think the bad thing is going to happen. Anxiety tends to lead us to think the worst in situations, not the best. And that's where that impending doom, the frequent feelings of impending doom, and, and you can't concentrate, you can't fall asleep, you can't stay asleep, and it just is, is, affects us physically. And then there's panic attacks. I talked about panic attacks before. Uh, panic attacks come sometimes out of nowhere, and it could create a number of physical symptoms. And I've had clients who talk about having a panic attack, and they thought it was an actual heart attack because the symptoms are very, very similar, uh, and it, which includes heart palpitations, chest pain, uh, lightheadedness. Uh, you might feel more hot, and those are things are symptoms of a heart attack. And I, I had a client once that said that he almost had a, an accident 
um, on the highway because he was going so fast that he needed to get to the hospital because he thought he was going to have a heart attack. And by the time he got there and sat down and talked to the doctor, the doctor had told him it was uh, a panic attack. And that was a surprise to him. But he could have sworn that he was going to have a, pat- a, a heart attack. He thought he was going to die. And then chronic anxiety. Chronic anxiety is anxiety that just, it's just persistent. It won't go away. And then it can lead into depression. Uh, and, and symptoms of depression is withdrawal from people and a loss of interest in activities that you used to love. You feel guilty. You feel hopeless. You might feel numb. So depression can be caused by anxiety. And and so often, depression and anxiety go together. And that's a a really horrible combination that when you have anxiety, you can also have depression. And then that can lead to headaches. Anxiety can cause headaches if you have constant worry and stress. Uh, which then can lead to irritability, which is constant worry can cloud your judgment, can cloud your over uh, overall feelings, and then that can cause you to be irritable around other people. Anxiety can also affect your heart, and there are heart palpitations, like what I was saying in a, in a panic attack. They can cause panic attacks they can cause uh, anxiety to be more acute your heart is more rapid you can um, uh, just feel your your heart beating in your chest and that can cause you to be more sweaty uh, it could cause anxiety can cause breathing problems uh, when you have rapid shallow breathing you get you get um, some problems with your breathing. And then when you have problems with breathing, and then that triggers the impending dune, and then it's a health anxiety, and you or, or it's a panic attack, and you think it's a heart attack, and then you just think it's going to die. You're going to die. And it just goes around and around, and it affects you physically. Uh, the other uh, symptom or effect of your body is, is a loss of libido. Anxiety can decrease your sexual desire. It could, you could lose that sense uh, of desire because uh, it is clouding everything, including your sex drive. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week, we talk about the curious things that people do. This show is for you when you're in the mood for unscripted, lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and just a smattering of psychology and information you can use. I promise we will make your day pass a little faster and put a smile on your face. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please follow the link in the show notes. Another symptom, I've talked about this before, is an upset stomach. You might feel nauseous. You might have irritable bowel syndrome, uh, cause diarrhea, and 
that physical feeling of nause- feeling nauseous. A lot of people, I, I actually did a whole episode on feeling nauseous and anxiety. That can really affect you so much. And there are lots of people who struggle with anxiety, nausea. And it's that physical symptom that is just so hard because you don't want to do anything. You feel like you can't do anything. Another symptom or effect of your body is extreme fatigue. You just feel so wiped out. You Your joints are achy. Uh, you just, you can't really, even though you're tired, you can't really fall asleep at night. But it's just that achiness all over. Anxiety can cause that. Anxiety can also increase your blood pressure and cause hypertension. And when your cortisol, which is the stress hormone, when it's continuously in overdrive and you're always anxious or extreme worry or extreme stress, it's an overdrive and that can cause your blood pressure to rise. It could also cause your muscle aches and other pain in your body and you just can't really explain it but it feel you just feel the the muscle pain and so the effects of your body is it is real it is not made up it is not because you're weak the anxiety that you experience if it doesn't go away then it's chronic and when it's chronic it could affect your body it could affect your Uh, cardiovascular system, your digestive system, your immune system, and it it could actually uh, weaken your immune system. It affects or it can affect your respiratory system. So there are so many things of our body, physical symptoms of anxiety and how anxiety can really take over in our life. And I didn't talk about PTSD when you have flashbacks and, tr- and reliving the traumatic experience over and over again. And uh, I've talked to many people who have had PTSD and maybe it's I know I've, I've talked to several uh, military personnel who have been in war and have seen their friends die and have killed other people and how that then affects your overall mind and it could cause you to be angry for no reason. At the drop of a hat, you can be so angry. And then that affects those around you. And, and you know, that's not necessarily a physical effect. It's more of a social effect. And anxiety can cause people to, to not want to, to be around you if you're angry all the time. And so there are many things that I just talked about uh, with your anxiety and how it affects your body. And it is a real thing and it's a real problem for a lot of people. So what do you do? What do you do when you have the anxiety and maybe the symptoms that I talked about, the physical symptoms of your body, you might be able to say, yeah, I have that. I've had that. I, I have this. What do you do to help help that and and increase a more calmness in your mind therefore also causing you to have a just feeling calm all over your whole body 
Well, there are several things that I would encourage you to do that you can do right now today to work on relieving this stress and the anxiety that's taken over your body. And one of them I would really encourage you if you have high anxiety is talk to a therapist and explain to them the physical problems that you're having and to be able to process whatever it is that's causing you to have the anxiety. A therapist will help you get to the root cause and peel back the layers. And it might take several times, but a, a, a therapist can help you walk back, if you will, uh, backwards to find out where is this anxiety coming from. And, and then when you identify where it's coming from, then you can work on specific things uh, to feel better. And once you get to the root cause and work on that, then your body will start to feel better. And then you just will feel better overall and become more happy, a more happy person. How does that sound? How, how does it sound of, to, to, that you might be able to be happy again and have a sense of freedom where you're not in, in this prison of anxiety because it's not who you are. Your anxiety does not define who you are. You know, imagine being able to live life again and to enjoy life without the fear of the anxiety taking over. So talking to a therapist will help you really get to the source of it. And, and it doesn't mean you have to talk to a therapist forever. Um, it could be a temporary thing. And, and then you can go back later on and for a check-in. Uh, but talking to a therapist, uh, journaling, I would encourage you to journal, to write down what's going on, uh, write down your thoughts, write down what time it is you're having specific uh, thoughts, write down the symptoms that you're feeling. Uh, so do an objective. This is what I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. And a subjective, this is what I'm thinking about. This is the fear that I have. And then you can ask yourself, okay, is this reality or is this not reality? Is this impending doom or is this truth? What is the truth? This is how I feel, but what is the truth? And if you were to write this down and journal it, it will help you. There's a, there's a, to be able to process it by writing is very helpful. Uh, if you don't like to write, then dictate it into your phone and you can just record it and then you can listen to it later but to be able to process it verbally and as well as written written form can help you uh can help you process that and once your body is able to process it you then can regulate your emotions and your anxiety uh talking to a friend is helpful uh just talking to somebody that believes in you and cares about you and and you can talk to them and share with them what you're experiencing and and then they may not have every the right things to say they may not know what to say but you just saying hey i don't i don't expect you to know what to say but i need to be able to talk about this you know if you have a friend like that then that's awesome uh utilize that that friendship and just talk through how you're feeling and then the, the one, the biggest thing, the biggest thing that you can do that's very easy for most of you is to simply exercise, to get out and walk, 
go outside and walk if it's nice. Go to the gym if you need to. Get on the treadmill. Uh, walk around your house if you can't get out. But walk. Walk or exercise is very good for you and very good for your health. And I would encourage you to do that as often as you can. It doesn't have to be extraneous exercise. Like I said, it could walk. It could be uh, a low-intensity exercise. But you're moving. Your, your body is moving. And that is very good for your body. Uh, activate your brain. Whether it's writing or reading, you activate your brain. And, and that can help. Uh, when you're focusing on something other than the, the anxiety will help you divert and focus on the here and now. When your anxiety is taken over, you're thinking about something that may or may not happen. It's not always, and most of the time, it's never based in reality. It's the what ifs uh, in life that tend to create the fear. And so when you can focus on the here and now, uh, mindfulness, uh, this is can also be called mindful exercises, uh, like breathing or deep breathing and focusing on specific objects that you see and hear and smell and taste and touch. Those are things that can really help you stay grounded. Uh, and this is very helpful as, as well when you are experiencing a panic attack. And um, soon I'm going to be talking about what you can do to help your panic attacks. I know a lot of you struggle with panic attacks. I've talked to many people who say they don't know what to do when they have a panic attack. And so I, I, I think it'd be helpful for me to talk about that and uh, to be able to explain specific steps that you can take uh, when you have a panic attack. And I, I'll do that. I'll, I'll talk about that soon. But being mindful and staying in the here and now is very, very helpful. Uh, getting enough sleep, uh, if you're able to, if, if you're able to sleep, uh, make sure you get enough of it. And, and you need to look up, according to your age, uh, how much sleep you need. Uh, typically, the younger you are, the more sleep you need. The older you are, the less sleep. Uh, although you need to make sure you get the efficient uh, amount of sleep. Uh, so if you're an older adult, seven to eight hours is a good, uh, that's a good time frame. Uh, if you're younger, uh, then you might need like nine to 11, 12 hours, depending on how old you are. So anxiety can have, and often does have physical effects of your body. And it is true. It is not some myth. It doesn't mean that you're a weak, a weak person. Uh, lots of people Thousands and millions of people actually suffer from anxiety. And you may not have realized that your anxiety caused some of these physical symptoms. And uh, it can, and it does. And so I really want to encourage you to work on uh, your anxiety, work on things that you can do uh, to help your anxiety. And then I believe you the things that I just talked about, if you work on three of those uh Three of those things that I've just mentioned, I think will greatly increase your calm state and it would help you have a better life. And the, you know, most of the things I talked about are free other than going to a therapist. <laughs> um, but it's worth it. There's, uh, if you get the right therapist, 
it is worth the investment. And I want to encourage you to, th- to think about that. Well, I hope this has been helpful for you. Uh, I, you've been listening to the Mental Health Today show. Uh, and specifically, this episode uh, is uh, how the effects of anxiety on your body. I talked about many different uh, effects and symptoms of your physical body. Uh, how anxiety affects that. And I talked about ways and and steps that you can take to work on your anxiety, to feel better. And very, actually very easy, uh, very simple things that you can do, but you have to have a plan and you have to stick with it. You have to be, uh, you're going to have to be the one that motivates yourself to work on it and to stay with it. And it does not happen. Getting Feeling better does not happen overnight. So it takes work. It takes time. It takes patience. And you just have to keep going. And, and maybe having, uh, like, if, for instance, uh, a walking buddy or different people, somebody that can help you uh, keep you accountable uh, to work on your mental health and your anxiety. Uh, that will help you and encourage you. And that's the motivation that you need. So don't give up. If you have a lot of anxiety, don't give up. There is hope. And I want you to believe that. And uh, even though you might have a a lot of anxiety and maybe you've had it for many years and maybe it's chronic and maybe it has a lot of physical effects on your body, there's still hope. And I want you to continue every single day to do something to improve your anxiety. I believe it. I believe in you. I believe that you will get better. And I just want to encourage you to believe that too. Well, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you haven't yet, please go and subscribe to my channel to follow it and to uh, leave a review and a rating. Again, I can't stress that enough. It will really help me uh, to help more people. It's very simple to do. You can go to my website at mentalhealthtodayshow.com. Uh, you can subscribe there and then, uh, or you can go to Apple podcast or wherever you listen to this show, uh, and leave a rating and review. That would be very helpful. That'd be your way of saying thank you. And this is my way of saying thank you is to actually have my, my show. So I, am going to leave you to get back to what you need to do. And thank you again for listening and keep going. You are a champion of your mental health and I am a champion of you. And so come back, listen again, and continue to work on your mental health. All right, everybody. Hey, take care. I'll talk to you next time and God bless. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.